Hello again, and welcome back to the podcast and for a Sunday conversation. Wish legs brought to you by brought to you by our wonderful friends. The difference uh, we are talking, of course, about the Buckeyes. Game number ten and win number ten in the bag for Ohio State, fifty-six to fourteen over Indiana. Nice. And uh, I used the word normal, Schlegs. That seems like what Ryan Day wanted to see again. He got it. It was dominance from start to finish. Still some teaching points that maybe Ohio State will look at uh, with an eye on November 26th, but hard to complain about a 42-point win over a Big Ten team at home. Yeah, everybody's been complaining a lot lately. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, again, they're 10-0, they're and 0, they're undefeated. You know, Bo Bishop talks about acting accordingly, and that's that's really what this was. It was go out there and do it. Now, and again, everybody was talking about the conditions because guess what? I was in the Deerwoods the exact same time, <laughs> and I loved it. But still, throwing the ball, it's kind of snowing. Like That's what you got to do in the Midwest. They executed. Um, but let's go back to a little bit of the points that we, we've been looking at as of late. One was run blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, Indiana and where they are, and then you can say where, where Northwestern is, and that's what a lot of people like to do uh, in today's age of college football is, you know, what do they do against this and who do they do this against and et cetera, et cetera, but they still they rush for 340 yards yesterday. Right. So, you know, is, does that mean that they're going to run for 340 yards against that team up north or against Maryland? Probably Maryland, yes. That team up north, no, but, but – what it does say is that you're figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. And really the, the one thing I wanted to watch on the offensive line is I talked about keeping your butt down, but it's also and playing within your pads, but it's also about getting up to the next level and creating the seams. And you're able to see some seams or even if it's not a seam capturing the edge, which we've seen on the, on the games that we struggled to run the football, we didn't capture the edge, whether it was perimeter blocking or, you know, as much as I love Cade, sometimes not sealing the edge on one. And and guess what? Now they're a negative play. But they also did a good job on first and second down in this game, which makes third down a lot easier. So and running the football easier. So, anyways, that was a very that was a positive. Um, there really wasn't a lot of instances where CJ had to like kind of manage the clock, which mm-hmm. was something that we had talked about in the Penn State game. Uh, running wasn't really in this wheelhouse yesterday, but I will say this too, the running back room, though there is room for concern because of the injuries that are there now with Mayan Williams, um, and Travion being out, but should be back. And they're kind of like going back and forth, you know, Dallas Hayden showed up and even on that little 14 yard run run that he ran to the left. I mean, he bounced it outside. He looked a lot like Zeke, you know, just kind of the, the manner in which, <laughs> Whoa. Not, not, not that he's him. I'm just talking about the <laughs> yeah. manner in which he runs, yeah. you know, kind of that, like being able to plant off that outside leg and like turn a corner. Um, but that's also why Ohio States of the world, probably a handful of teams, maybe five, can have the injuries to a Jackson Smith and Jigba, can have Cameron Brown out for an extended period of time in the back end. Um, can have a rotation in the in the uh, running back room and still able to perform and win, you know, mm-hmm. consistently because of the depth, and that goes back to recruiting. So yeah. it's a completely different ball game. This is like you know 
oh, the world's stopping. We, we don't have the running backs. Our number one receiver's out. No, guys have stepped up. You have depth. And so it was, it, in a game like this, when you watch Indiana, that's what I'm watching for because you're yeah. going to need that depth as you make the run. Yeah, and and even beyond just uh, the recruiting schlegs, you know, Xavier Johnson has been one of the unsung heroes of this season. Oh, man. He had the, the go-ahead touchdown there, the key one against Notre Dame at receiver. Yes. And then yes. a 71-yard zigging, zagging, uh, dipping, dodging, uh, diving around, long touchdown run, great downfield blocking as well. If if for some reason against Maryland, if Dallin Hayden needs to carry that load primarily just to make sure mine and Travion are ready for November 26th, hey, Xavier Johnson looks like he's more than willing to help win the hand at running back. And it's also what I've noticed, and I'll get into my difference makers later, but Xavier actually was one. Oh, because, I didn't mean to steal it, Schlegs. No, you, you didn't steal it. I mean, I, cause I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference. You didn't steal anything, but it, it proves a point. <laughs> and the point is you have a lot of guys on this team. In the, in the world of NIL and transfers, um, you know, and I'll talk about another story at the end for another difference maker, but there's a lot of really cool things that are coming out of Ohio State. And one way that is, is evident to everybody that's out there that watches ball mm. is – People doing multiple things. You had Lathan Ransom blocks a kick. Uh, I think he had a long of a kick return of 30 yards, right? Xavier Johnson punt returning, if I'm not mistaken. Is it punt returning or kick returning? He had a kick return yesterday. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, Latham was, he had the punt block. But still, you have, a, Cade Stover, another example, uh, Steel Chambers, another. You have a lot of guys that can do a lot of things and are willing to help the team do whatever is necessary to win football games. Yeah. That's a testament to Ryan Day, the culture, and all the personnel that are in the building, along with the players too, because in the world of NIL and the money that's being brought into an Ohio State, this could be something that's easily, no, it's about me, I got to go get mine. Yeah. And and you're 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 seeing that a little bit of the opposite. And that was the one thing that I thought that Ryan would have to really do a good job of navigating uh, with the type of talent that he brings into Ohio State. And I think he's done it quite well when you have guys like an Xavier Johnson and a ransom and, and Steele. And they're just they're willing to do what whatever is needed by them to go help mm-hmm. get a win. That's awesome to see. So Schlegs, as as we know, you were uh, part of this brotherhood and it's uh, a part of you and never goes away how important that is for guys who've worn uh, the scarlet and gray uniform heard from a number of guys uh, former Buckeyes just about how cool the Cameron Babb moment was thinking back to their time or their teammates who may have gone through something similar I'm not sure that there's anything exactly like four ACL injuries and a broken leg uh, Ooh, and then not not quitting and then getting that touchdown I know that there were some people that said, man, it, uh, it got a little dusty in a lot of rooms uh, for Ohio State uh, legacy players yesterday. You know, uh, Cameron's a great example of – you know what, though? This is – there's people out there be, would, be, would say, well, why would you put yourself through that? Right? Like, I mean, once you've done two, like, maybe it's time to – and again, everybody has their own reasons. It's why – you have to let everybody go down their, their own path because 
We are all the sum of our life's experiences. And this is an experience that he chose to go down this path where you have four ACL tears continue to rehab. You have a broken leg. You're a fifth-year senior. You're a captain. You're wearing the block O and everything that represents. Not to mention all the other people. So he he physically endured all that. Yeah. You also had the training staff, the strength staff, the nutrition staff, all through those things and all the different needs that he had walking alongside him. And it gets really emotional outside of his immediate family for those people because they saw the resiliency on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, and his demeanor, like the things that, you know, why it's so special besides the fact of just hearing what I said yeah. from the story of the ACLs and the broken leg and, and et cetera, you know, it's when people get to see that on a daily basis, it lifts them up. And the, the beautiful thing for Cameron in my, in my eyes is that this has been a very tumultuous five years for him as far as his athletic career. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it outweighs itself in, in, in gold, right? Or, or whatever he wants to do in the next journey of his life because he did persevere. He grew through the trials and tribulations. And not only that, though, he made other people around him better. And yeah. that's why everybody celebrates first, com- first reception and first touchdown of his career is because they were a part of that journey as well. So, you know, here's another thing. You don't have that admiration from the people that work with you on a daily basis. Yes, it is their job and your teammates. Yes, they are supposed to be great teammates for you. If you're always, and again, I'm not in the building. I'm, I'm not there, but I guarantee you this is 100% probably true. Mm-hmm. If he's going in there with the mindset that it's, oh, woe is me. You know, why is this happening to me? I'm down. I need people to help lift me up. He wouldn't be the one wearing the block O. It's right. in the moments that he's down that he's lifting other people up. And that's why everybody went crazy that's on that sideline. He's a 100% juice giver, and it was, it was a very, very special moment for him and his teammates. Yeah, one of the cooler uh, moments in a long time that I can remember for Ohio State, just ha- having known Cameron Babb and seeing this play out over five years, it's, it's impossible uh, – you didn't even include like just people who've been around him to cover him and listened to the way he responds to those setbacks and never being down talking about it with us. Um, yep. You know, we don't we don't pull for specific outcomes on Saturdays, but specific people we will. Uh, and for Cameron sure. Babb is definitely one of them. That's uh, we uh, you don't have a heart if you weren't touched by what he did on Saturday. Yep, and it, it will it will carry on with him. Uh, you know, that's also what makes Buckeye Nation special. It's not just the the years that you're wearing the scarlet and gray. It's the years afterward and the opportunities that are going to be afforded to him uh, because he did stay and he did persevere and he's built that character through through the trials. Uh, and that's what people want to be associated with. So, you know, hats off to him. Yeah, he he gets a special uh, Difference Maker Award this yeah. week. Um, we covered that one. Uh, who else is on your list this week, Schlegs? Uh, wrapping. Well, I mean, we didn't even that. talk about the game, so it's it's, it's okay. Hey, guess well, it's what? Indiana. I mean, yeah, it's Indiana. But I will say this though: Hey, Jack Sawyer came out with a sack and a half. Did. That's great. Steel looked really fast. Um, 
Cade had another two touchdowns. I mean, every tight end <laughs> that ever played before Cade is just like, what? Why not me? Why not me? Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, anyways, let, let, yeah, let's go into the difference makers. And I, you know, we really never talked about why the difference before. Um, yeah, let's do it. You know, and it was, and it was the difference is. One, yes, it's, it's my business. It's called The Difference USA, but it came from Urban Meyer. And, and Coach uh, went to Chris Ash at the time. It was like, we need to be elite at the fundamentals. And there's two really fundamentals that Coach Meyer always talked about, and it still carries on to this day with Coach Day, and it's done in our warm-up drills before practice. It's called loaded stances, right? So you don't take a false step. It's a it's amazing how important that is for your get off as a linebacker, not taking false steps, all positions, loaded stances. You work on it all the time. The mm-hmm. next fundamental was the difference and that's hand striking. And when we won the national championship, we were the best in the country at the fundamentals of loaded stances and hand striking because when talent is equated as coach Meyer would say, the fundamentals will win. Mm-hmm. And that's really true in all aspects of life. If you handle business the right way and you have a great competitor, the, the, the company that does the, the fundamentals the right way is the one that's going to win. And it definitely carries over in football. That's why there's so many crosses. But it's really for me when I created this actually February of 2015 on a whiteboard uh, in my office was to like, how could I maximize every athlete to be elite at the fundamental of striking and in place, create a difference for them, whether Mm -hmm. you're a first team player or a scout team player, especially in the youth. If I can get kids striking and using their hands violently, they're going to have a better time playing football, period. That's kind of where the difference came from. And it allows you to make a difference in your game. And that's why we call it the difference makers uh, in this segment. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll start. I'm not, I guess we can start with Cameron because he was the one I already described what he did. (laughs) Uh, but that was a very special moment and he is truly a difference maker, uh, not for scoring a touchdown versus Indiana in a big 10 football game, but for all the things that he went through, but all the people that he made better along the way. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's a true sign of leadership. And it's also why he's the captain and wears the block O. Two, I would say Xavier Johnson for the point of when called upon, Xavier Johnson just responds. Like, that's what he is. He's number 10, and I just see number 10, and I'm like, is that really him in the backfield running the football? And the answer is yes, you know? And, okay, he's also, you know, um, you know, taking punt, taking kicks or whatever. I'm like – Yeah, plays whatever. on all special teams, yeah, yeah, plays man. wide receiver. I, mean, I, yeah. I remember in that one game where he, he kind of went off earlier in the year, he, the very next play after his touchdown, he ran down and made a tackle as the one. I'm like, this is a dude. I don't even know the kid, but I'm like, that's a dude, right? And that's what people look at. Like, if you are hungry to make your team better, coaches want to give you the opportunities, and they're act, they're giving him the opportunities because he's earned it because yep. he, he's there when called upon. And last would be uh, Lathan Ransom. I, he's been very consistent all year um did punt returns blocked the punt had a sack and a half second in the team in tackles in this game uh and i think you know he's playing he's playing really well so those would be my three uh difference makers for this game okay Shalik. so we're uh you know 13 days away from the one that counts but you don't get to fast forward right to it no how diff how difficult is it in the woody when you know you're almost there to keep the focus 
it's Maryland. You're like, ah, does this really matter before playing before playing the rivalry? How do you keep it, that focus when you get this it close? All, it all matters because, you know, it's football. Nothing's guaranteed. I know they just got wiped out. Penn State beat them, what, 30 to nothing yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Uh, and it's at Maryland. Again, every team plays up for Ohio State. They can actually throw the ball. You You go into it wanting to have momentum for the game and clicking on all cylinders for the game. So it's an, again, it's another opportunity to be elite. And that, that's why you practice. That's why you go through the off season, all these different things for the one opportunity on a Saturday to go out there and execute at a high level. That has to be your mentality. The game will come when the game comes. Now, mm-hmm. as, is it a noon kickoff again? Yeah, for, Probably, for Maryland, yeah, or for would, yeah, for Maryland's three thirty. Yeah, okay. Oh, later they're yeah. probably like crap. Well, <laughs> listen, at about seven, let's say that'd be four hours. So let's say six thirty-five. They're thinking about the team up north, right? And and the building's already going to be decorated for the team up north week. And, and like Ryan Day even even talked about it. Not a day goes by that they don't prep on it because. In that game, the fundamentals matter, and it's really the fundamentals of football in that game. It is who can run the football and who can stop the run, who plays well on special teams, and who wins a turnover battle. That's what the, the game – really, the special teams matters, but it's, it's running the football, stopping the run, and turnovers. Great. Those two are the main components. I make components. I actually say the special teams as a factor because – you know, it's November 26th in the Midwest. Like you never know, right? So you got to be a lead on those. So anyways, yeah, they're, they're going to, they're going to handle their business. They're going to look at ways to get better. I mean, you guys have talked to Marvin Harrison before. Like, what is Marvin Harrison trying to work on? I mean, the unbelievable catch, he had 135 yards, uh, absolute freak, right? Guess what? Yep. Marvin Harrison's trying to get better every time he steps onto the field and showcase that. Cause that's when, that's when you get better through live bullets, so they they all have room to improve. It's just another opportunity to do so. Yep, that's coming Saturday again. A three thirty banger for Ohio State at Maryland, and then it. at this time next week, Schlegs and I will get together for another Woo! Sunday conversation. That's gonna be but, uh, That's gonna be good. But but we might not be talking much about Maryland. We'll be getting ready for the game, the big one. We've been waiting a long time for that one. You can just feel how close it's getting. The excitement building. Both undefeated. This is how it should be. But again, that's, that's for next. That's for next week. We're going to talk about yep. uh, Ohio State and Maryland this week. And Schlegs broke down the difference makers uh, from Ohio State and Indiana. Thanks to the difference, and thanks to Schlegs as always for a little Sunday conversation. Absolutely, man. Attack and dominate. Go Bucks. For Schlegs, I am Austin Ward. We will see you next Sunday uh, on the podcast for the difference. Bye.